Well, 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 here we are. Oh, we're going. Okay. Yeah, we're back. Oh, we man. are back. Not really. But we're back right now. We're for back. For one episode. <laughs> we're back. Limited edition. This is for all you Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the episode that we recorded for Patreon four years ago. And we're releasing it to the public finally. Oh, okay. That's what you're just saying. All those people who still have their bells turned on on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, they're going to no. be like, oh, no, this is How not many real. do you think are, like, actively, like, waiting for this to have dropped? Um, I would say... I might have to take off my socks to count how many people. <laughs> and that, I think that's a stretch. Okay. Well, the doghouse has moved. Yeah, we again. moved the doghouse again. This is In the fact, third time around. Yeah, the first doghouse. And then the, the, the main doghouse. Where most of everything happened. Where most happened. of everything happened. And then there was an in-between doghouse that was an elder doghouse. I bought a house, friends and The fans. generations of the doghouse. Generations. And there is room for you. You can bring your doggy bed and curl up in here. Yeah. If you're not, I got some newspaper for you. We're here in the new and improved doghouse for this limited edition episode. Yes. We went from doing this every week to uh, this is going to be an every three year thing. Okay, maybe. Who maybe. knows? Maybe every landmark movie that we feel like we have to give our opinion on. We could we not. We had to break our silence. For a long time, we knew this movie was coming out. And... Every single person I talked to said, are you going to make an episode about this? And I was like, no, but this is for all of you. We'll get into why it's near and dear to our hearts, but... I got a house. John, your life is like drastically changed. That's true. For those of you that don't know, before before we ended the podcast, John was actually a hobo in Salt Lake City. (laughs) No, that's not true. Um, See all of his stories at the library. (laughs) There's a few runners, a few through lines through the podcast. One of them is like Milo Ventimiglia, right? Yep. But the other one was the ongoing joke that John needs a girlfriend or something, and he's a lonely hobo in Salt Lake. And that was somewhat the case, you know, I wasn't <laughs> was a case. but I was just a sad single person who had loads of time to record a podcast. Chell would call me on his walks from the gas station. Really? <laughs> I would. Literally, like, the last episode we recorded, over the previous two, I would started, like, dating someone. Now we're married. So if you hear me talk about Brittany, because I have to share, she watched this movie with me. And she has some thoughts oh, really? that I would like to share as well. Wow, I also had someone watch the movie with me, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Should we dust off the old segment? Dust off the old segment. Dog stories never boring. Dog stories never boring. Do you have a dog story for dog stories never boring? My... You have had almost three years to think of one. I know. Um, my parents got a second dog, okay? Your parents had a first dog? So they had oh, yeah. Sage. We talked about her. Yes. Sage is really cool. I still really like Sage. We've been a couple times since the podcast has ended, and I like Sage. For some reason, unbeknownst to me or them, they got a second dog named Millie. And Millie is like the bane of everyone's After existence. Millie Bobby Brown? No. Are they your parents I, friends of Stranger Things? I don't know. They are. I don't know. Could have called her 11. But man, this dog <laughs> is like super hyper, super loud. You, you can't keep it, like, locked down. And when they eat dinner, they have to put it in a cage. I think Millie's a girl. And it, like, just whines, and it's, like, loud, and it's, like, this that high-pitched dog whining uh. voice. 
and I play, I play like Apex with my brothers a lot, and it's like probably three times a session. It's like someone take Millie out. It's like Millie just has to go out every twenty five minutes. I don't know why they got her, and they they don't know why. They wish they didn't have her. Wow. That's a beautiful dog story for a dog story never yeah. boring. Mm-hmm. I also have a dog story for dog stories never boring, and this needs to come with a bit of a precursor. For a long time, I have said that I have lukewarm opinions on dogs, and I do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and puppies of all ages. No. (laughs) (laughs) I got a dog. Literally like two days ago. Yeah, not a cat. (laughs) Not a cat. Not a cat. We, I was scrolling through Facebook Marketplace. Not Marketplace. I was just like a Facebook group. And it's the some dog dude. Web. <laughs> yeah, the, do- the dog web. The <laughs> dog web. Not the dark web, but the dog web. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was scrolling through and I saw a post of this dude. I was like, hey, like, this puppy's looking for a home. One thing led to another and here we are. When I was walking up to your house, I was like, oh, it's going to be like old times. We're going to show up. Someone's going to be playing a video game. I'm going to have to watch for a little bit before we get started. And then I hit me before I knocked. Oh no, there's a dog. And then I had to be like, uh, I'm going to have to prepare myself for like every other house I walk in and the dog's going to come and jump up on me and lick me and bark. And they're going to have to like wrestle it and wrangle it. Not the case here. Not the case here. Nope. Our dog's name is Chewy. He is a mini Irish golden doodle. And he is 11 weeks old right now. He's super well-trained and, like, really well-behaved Yeah, I don't, for an 11-week-old dog. Apparently, the story with this dog is it was the first pick of the litter. That's why this guy made this post later later on, like, hey, we still have one more puppy. Mm. But I think people saw, hey, we still have one more puppy, and alluded to that being like, oh. well, that puppy probably sucks. Probably missing a leg. Yeah, but we got there and... Just the original family, I guess, had to back out due to a family emergency. Oh. And so it, it worked out for us. Wow. Um, I'm learning a lot about dogs in the meantime. Yesterday, Sadie was here the whole day, uh, our first day with a dog. Okay. So I didn't really, like, have all that much time mm-hmm. to, like, I don't know, I guess bond with Chewy. Mm-hmm. But I still, like, hung out with him and pet him and threw stuff at him. But, like, today... It was just me and Chewy all day, because Sadie was at work. The movies were wrong, John. Dogs are pretty okay, actually. Yeah? Uh, At least this one is. Watching your dog just, like, play silently, because it didn't bark at all. No barks, yeah. I'm like, it's also freaking cute. It's like, man, you got the dream. If if he could be like that all the time, I mean, that'd be great. But I say, if he could, he is, like... He's barked like three or so four it's times. Mini. Is it gonna get bigger? He'll probably get like, for those listening, this is gonna be really great. Yeah, he'll probably get like this high, maybe, maybe as high as a as a nightstand. Yeah, but as high as a an average nightstand. His mom was like twenty five pounds. Wow. But she was also really skinny, so I don't know. Mm. We'll see what happens. I forgot to mention what Millie was. I don't know what kind of dog Millie is. Oh. So I didn't really even need to mention it. But. That is the who watched this movie with me was Chewy. Chewy watched the movie. And there were some times where I was like, yeah, this is a joke. Well, you know what time it is. It's dog news time. 
Welcome back to Donnie's. It's Jenny's live. I'm Donnie's for you. Did you know that 20 minutes ago, from the time of this recording, a dog jumped out of a moving car on LA's 101 freeway? Wow. Yeah. Get this. I thought this is a. I should plug Fox 11, but it's by KG Hiramoto. Oh. A foster dog miraculously dodged a semi truck after jumping out of the car they were in at full speed. Wow. According to their family, the six month old puppy jumped off the car as they were on the truck. Wow. And now they call the dog Sophie the Stunt Dog. Wow. That's... I guess. I mean, if you're in LA, you can hit up Sophie the Stunt Dog. Maybe she'll make an appearance at uh, Hollywood Studios. Mm. Backlot. That, that sounds like a video. If they videoed it, it would be in a TikTok of like where it's got like a slowed down version of Old Town Road or whatever, and it's just people <laughs> doing crazy stuff. But it's like a dog jumping out of a car window. Yeah, whatever. for some reason, like I immediately think of the opening scene of Bolt. Oh yeah, where it's just running down. That's dog news, man. Dogs jumping on freeways. Yeah. Looks like there was a bunch of Amish dog breeders killed or something. John. That's my that's my sad news. John news a little. That can't be. Hey, you know I gotta bring back the sad, depressing news. <laughs> the sad, depressing news. Yeah. Wow. That's how we remain objective. Except you betrayed your objectivism yeah, when you got a dog. All I'm saying is, I think Chewy is an outlier. Chewy's an exception. I think so too, actually. Or you, or if you don't like that explanation, I'm just doing a deep dive study on what dog owners Undercover. are like. Undercover. So that way, next time, when I watch a dog movie with a dog, I can go, is this actually good if you have a dog? Because I've, I've always oh, wondered, if you're a family with a dog and you watch a dog movie, do you like it more? Oh. Do you like it less? I don't know. Pretty soon, in like 15 years, you and your family and Chewy, who's going to be like, super old you're gonna be like this is a family favorite and you blow off a vhs and it's 12 dogs of christmas and you're <laughs> and you're like this was back in the good old days kiddos back in the good old days when you when kids still acted and they didn't <laughs> just de-age leonardo dicaprio for everything <laughs> it's like that movie with that the, they were gonna make where james dean is like yeah yeah they're bringing him back to life but it's also a dog movie i think Ugh. if i remember like a, you can't a bring war. that up right here you can't bring up a, a, a movie the that's not guy. out that's a dog movie well, we John. brought it up la like when the podcast was happening it still hasn't come out that's true it w i will say this we are not going to watch any movies that we shotgunned in the last episode we can't i thought league of super pets would be the one to like pull us back into the game I thought it would too. There was another one because I never shut up about crypto. The, the other one that I thought would be was Dog, the Channing Channing Tatum, because it was like every time I went to the theater for it was Dog. It was Dog, and every everybody that I would go with just turned and looked at me like, "Well, you gonna you and John gonna get back together yeah. for Dog?" I was like, "Stop! It has plagued us for this so long." I share it as a fun fact. Like, oh yeah, me and my friend used to do a podcast. But then they yeah. go, what was your podcast about? It's like, no! <laughs> it's like, oh wait, like now I have to explain. And I usually say it like this. We watch and review dog movies, so you don't have to. And they like, go, what's it really? Re what's it really? I'm like, I wish that was a joke that, <laughs> that I had a dog movie podcast. Because I, I don't know, I feel like we're the last two last people you'd think yeah. that would do this.
Except you don't shout out about it still. I still. And me and Jake work together now. Yeah, we That's work a together. new thing. And multiple times people will be like, Hey, I heard you have a dog podcast <laughs> and I wanna be like Don't talk to Jake. Don't talk to Jake. The reason why I do that is because one, I don't really care, and two, I think it's hilarious that it bugs John so much. <laughs> so I'm like, hey I bring it up too. Here's this new hire, so I'll say Oh, you should ask John about his dog podcast. And then they have to ask John, and then they find... Anyway, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's just like a weird inside joke. Shout out if you're listening from our workplace. You'll know who you are. You'll know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that's dog news. I think it's all half dog news. I don't know. Oh, so we have to start talking about the movie? I was going to say, you mentioned dog. I saw a review on Letterboxd for this movie, and it was like, Mom, can we go see Dog in the theaters? And Mom's like, we have Dog at home. <laughs> it's like, Dog at home. Ooh, yeah. This is, uh, this movie is about, like, one real thing that happened of this guy. <laughs> yeah. It's about this guy who is a state trooper who wanted to be in the canine unit, and the canine unit just adopted a dog from the shelter right before the dog was going to He did it be- with his own money. In, in the movie, he did. Oh, but in, in real, real life, life, in um, real life, they the, adopted. They adopt like the, oh. the police department adopted the dog. Wow, it was tough to train, obviously. And then the dog found a kid. That was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that was like the big story. Gotcha. Well, so for those who haven't noticed yet, it's rescued by Ruby, which is like one of the most generic. But it could only be a dog movie. That kind of title, you know. And here's what's so special to us, if you don't already know, if you haven't looked in, at a, any trailer. We constantly rubbish the TV show The Flash, and probably the movie The Flash eventually when it ever comes out. Or we hate watch the TV show The Flash sometimes. And the guy who plays The Flash, Grant Gustin, is the only recognizable person in this dog movie. Mm-hmm. And like, it's the perfect vendetta of things that we critique. The Flash and dog and movies. And the dog movies. They come together... And it's a Netflix original, so... You know it's quality. You know it's... Well, you, you'd think, right? Like, going in. It's like, oh, Netflix original, Grant Gustin? Like, Can I you name a good, like, Netflix original movie? A like, good Netflix like original standout. movie? But the the actual good standout Netflix original movie, The Glass Onion, just came out, like, last year. Oh, yeah, month. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's good. Oh, yeah, it's top tier. I like Hillbilly Elegy. I, I really like Metal Lords. Have you... No. I've, have I talked about... It's about, like, a... It's about, like, sort of a band nerd. He's in marching band. He plays the drums. And his friend is, like, super into metal. And he's like, I want to start a band. Me and you, we'll start a metal band. So, like, this, like, snare drummer joins the metal band. Yeah, but he learns how to, like, do, like, double bass and, like, all sorts of cool stuff. But they need, like, a guitar. Or they need, like, a bassist. And the, the, the marching band guy falls in love with, like, a cellist or whatever. So they do, like, cello metal. It's actually a pretty good movie. But... Hmm. That was pretty standout, I feel like, as far as, like, the Netflix movies go. And if you appreciate metal and all things metal, there's some, like, metal, like, guitarists You're saying, and like, singers. like, aluminum, uh, like, like, titanium and, like, gold. Oh I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I thought you were making a joke of Maybe musician. Like copper, zinc, no, iron, metallica, nickel. deaf. Uh, yeah, we're saying the same thing. Really we're saying metal. the same stuff. No. Right? Like zinc. Metallica. Yeah, yeah. Mercury. Incubus. You know? We all, we're that, talking about the same thing right now, I'm, I think. See, I like to think <laughs> I'm a metal fan, but I don't know for sure. But I 
I see the joke you're trying to make. <laughs> it's a it's a good movie. That was a good movie. That, yeah, Metal Lords was a fun teen high school movie. If if you like watching just the perfect formula of a dog movie, this was it. It did. It did nothing all. Nothing really new. It didn't. Know? It didn't. They didn't white fang anybody. Kind of. Yeah, you're like you could arguably but, say he white fanged Ruby. Arguably, there isn't but, really God, a dog like, trash the house, but there is there sort is. of. There's like a dog trash we'll the house montage. It. So, the movie just starts out. Oh, and I've said this before. It's my very least favorite thing, is when the the camera is the dog that happens so much in this movie and it is like the dog a lot but there are other parts where it's like just shaky cam like watching them fish eye lens and you're like wait am i the dog it's like watching movie. the dog like i'm what is going on it's but, like in harry potter when he's in his dream and like the snakes like eating like yes mr or, weasley or whatever there's also again harry potter the if you don't watch dog movies, and I'm assuming none of you do because you're listening to the podcast, that's what we're here for, is there's that scene where he's got the invisibility cloak and oh, you're yeah. like looking through the cloak. There's a scrim yeah. or whatever. Imagine that, but six inches off the ground and really bad. That's what, pretty bad. that's what the camera's like. And it just starts out and there's this woman like, hot dog, Ruby, I got a hot dog. And she finds Ruby. And then you find out that... She owns a shelter. That she works at like a, this like dog shelter. And Ruby has been adopted four or five times. And brought back each time. And they're going to end up... They're going to... Putting her down. The guy's like... He like wants to. It's like he's on a trigger finger. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, come on. You work here. If he comes back, I'll have no choice but to, you know... Dude, maybe that's why he got the job. He's like, there's only one thing I love in this life. And it's killing dogs. And I found the perfect job for me where I can legally do that. Oh my gosh. So, Jake's like, take notes. So, I took... I told you I'm taking notes. I was going to fill this page and stop. And I filled this page probably 40 minutes into the movie. And then wow. stopped taking notes. Holy crap. Anyways. The first thing feeds hot dog to a dog. That's yeah. a negative. That's, that's a, cannibalism. That's stop. cannibalism. <laughs> Brittany remark. Brittany. <laughs> I can't, dude. That's cannibalism. It's negative. Dogs don't eat hot dogs because they're dogs. Yeah. Brittany oh mentioned this has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No. Out of six reviews. Oh. <laughs> so only six people have reviewed this no above fifty percent. That is on February eighth, twenty twenty three. Dude, I don't know, man. Okay, I'm gonna go make a Rotten Tomato subscription right now, dude. So you can review it poorly. So I can be like. Yeah. Hold on. You have to be verified. I know where... I think you get verified. We're a dog review podcast. If anyone could get short track to be verified. I'm going to read one, a couple... Oh, how can it be 100%? None of these are 10 out of 10. No, 100% means 100% of critics rated it above 50%. Oh. On Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Yeah, wow. Um, That means nobody rated it under 50%, so it gets 100%. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, um, some of these uh, critics said, a, utter, an utterly adorable hero dog tale isn't exactly a perfect or a deep movie, but is bound to draw smiles and tears from anyone who has cuddled with a dog of their own. And hit, Now, this, this one bugs me because I know. was cuddling with a dog of my own. Is, is it weird to say I was cuddling while I was watching the movie? Just kidding. <laughs> 
Yes, I was what the little spoon <laughs> while we were watching this movie. Just imagine me curled up with my like ten pound, nine, what is nine pound puppy. Brittany's read a review that was like, "Be sure to keep a box of Kleenexes nearby." And I'm like, I, was like, <laughs> I know, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Oh my god! So gosh. I'm waiting for like some tragedy to happen in the movie, and maybe it does. Then we're introduced to our main character, mm-hmm. who it's almost like Iron Man to were to be like reintroduced you'd see like someone walk in and they'd have like yeah. the stark watch and they'd be starts with the shoes and everything the shoes perfect. and they're suiting up and then it, it stops right at their jaw and i'm like why is this such a slow reveal for the lankiest man in hollywood grant gustin <laughs> no. and he gets up he's like he's like i gotta go i gotta go he's like put it i, I wrote what is the accent because he's what doing the, the worst boston accent that comes and goes I can't do it. Like, my Boston accent is more, like, caricature-y, but his is so subtle it's almost not there. But, like, the way he talks, it's like in an upper register as well. It makes him sound even more like a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just I was talking to John about this. You didn't even work. really know. And John was like, dude, the, his accent just keeps coming and going. And I was like... I didn't even realize he was trying yeah. an accent. But then you watched the second half. Did the you second half, I did start to notice, like, yeah. it just comes Everyone in. Everyone sort of got one. And I think it's like... It takes place in Rhode Island, though, or at least the true story did. Yeah. But they talk about Fenway. We got we got uh, drinks from Fenway or whatever, like Fenway Stadium and Boston. Yeah, I don't know, dude. This was a was really hard to watch. But then he goes to cop school, and he's like... Yeah. He's training to be in the canine unit. He could do anything else. Yeah, and every, he's they're good like, at other things. You are overqualified for everything. Why do you want to be the canine unit? He's like, I just like dogs. I'm a, I'm a dog person. Yeah. They tell me he didn't sound like that. I wrote, <laughs> this is the Paul Blart mall cop of dog movies, but bad. Because <laughs> he like flunked out of school and he's he's settling yeah. for less. When he's on his way to to like the dog tryouts or to go meet with the guy that, that says he can try out for the canine unit. He's just on a bridge watching some dogs training, and there's just this older man next to him, and he starts telling him the fun facts about yeah, the dogs. Yeah, he's like an I- older Irish man, but yeah. again, subtle Irish accent. Yeah, very. He's like, oh, I remember the dogs. I was always busy. That was, oh, you that remember was more the dogs? Exactly. And then just gone the rest of the time. I was like, who is this guy? That you, you wonder that every scene yeah, is in like, the rest of the ghost? entire movie. Like, I'll, we'll get to that. But so he goes to the guy who runs the canine unit, though, yeah. and the guy's like, "We we don't have enough money for another dog. You're welcome to buy your own thousand dollar German Shepherd, though." Yeah. And then that old Irish guy's like, "Any any dog can be a canine unit. Doesn't say anything in the book about it." Yada yada. And I'm like, "Whatever, though. Yeah. Don't airbud this on don't me. Don't airbud like, this on me. Oh, don't say, don't that. say a dog can't play basketball. I'm immediately thinking of like a chihuahua on a canine unit. Dude. Or land piranhas, like we said yeah. like early on in the show. You know, There's a part, though, you see a montage of Grant Gustin, I can't remember his name, like helping yeah, out in the town or whatever. Yeah, and he's like changing a tire. And he goes up to a little kid and he's know. like, how many juice boxes have you had today? And then the, the kid freaks out. And he says, this is a stranger. Yeah, and he just, Mah! And he's like, oh no, it's not like that. Like, what? No. I wrote, tries to make cringe joke to kid. Would be correctly rebuked by distressed kid, but kid is also cringe. So it's, it's not a good joke. The dialogue is so poorly written in this movie. It's like <sighs> no one's a real person. I think 
the writers of this worked on the CW Flash. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Because the the writing is he just as crew. cringe and he yeah, and his acting everyone's acting is bad. His he's not a bad actor, but the character he's doing here yeah, is not a good character. And the accent, like I said, I can't take it seriously with the accent. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. It keeps oh. cutting back to the dog shelter, and she's like, he, he's got goodness inside of him. He just needs a, <laughs> he just needs a home. And I'm like, just adopt him yourself then. Yeah. Like, why? And she why? goes through and, like, colors out her phone book while she's doing this. And that bugged me, because I'm like... Do you probably need those phone numbers again next time you're yeah. desperate about a dog you've got to attach to. You work at a dog shelter for crying if out loud. If they just showed her, like, I've, I've already taken in five dogs. I can't take in this dog. Mm-hmm. But it seems like she should just adopt the dog. The dog's already accustomed to her. He loves her hot dogs. He's been feeding her a diet of cannibalism. She's been feeding him a diet of cannibalism. <laughs> He's like Stockholm Syndrome with this girl. Like, just adopt him. But no, apparently he the dog... Ruby is the name. Has to go to someone else. It, it was at this point where Brittany goes, "Why does it feel like dog movies don't take place in the real world? It yeah. feels like a fake movie that they would watch in a real movie." Mm-hmm. That I, makes sense. I, yes, that's a good way to put that. It would be like in a comedy, Grant Gustin sitting with his kids watching a movie that he's an actor in. In the movie, they'd be like, "That's such a funny movie you're in, Dad." He's like, "I know." And it would exist. Do 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 just the same thing they do in those sitcoms, where we just cut to twenty minutes in, twenty minutes in of just these really weird lines and you could do that with this movie and you would really think exactly what john said that that's the best way to yeah. describe this but then grant gustin goes into the shop and he's like i'm looking for a german shepherd well our german shepherd wait list is really long but we've got this dog not a german shepherd but very smart and he's like oh we'll look and they bond really well and then he goes to the guy who wants to put ruby down or at least that's his job and the guy is like i wrote quote Anything else you want to know about her? She's a handful. She's a street dog. And then I put, guy at shelter actively wants to kill dog. <laughs> and then he says, I'd fall apart if I ever got attached. It's like he wants Grant Gustin not to adopt the dog so that he could kill Ruby. <laughs> like, He's probably got the pelts on his wall or like the butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he would be the villain in an Air Bud movie. Like, like it would I want to come... put Air Bud's head on my wall because like, he's guarding a diamond in the bank and that's yeah. what i want and that's his kids has zero powers I want <laughs> like in a different movie he would be revealed to be a villain or something yeah so he gets the dog to bring you it find home. out his wife's pregnant as well oh baby on the way they need money yeah, so, so the baby's sitting like in a high chair in yeah, one of those scenes and i don't know if you watched if you looked at some of like the baby's art on the fridge oh and it was high quality it's like when pam brings in the art that she fakes for cc in the office absolutely that's what you're thinking it was there's no way everything that was colored inside the lines and you knew what it was mm-hmm. just by looking at it I'm like no way this kid should would have used three four colors and drawn. i wrote this on the back of a coloring page that i did the other day just idly I was helping That's my, the color page you did? No, I was helping my wife out at church, and she teaches the young kids, and I colored with the young kids. That's what happens. It's, so. a, it's John the Baptist baptizing Jesus. Yes. I, I did it with crayons that were, like, as flat as a, 
as a dime. Like, <laughs> you know, you get the crayons, and they've been in the crayon box for, like, a million years. You do this at school, yeah. and it's like they're not sharp, but you're trying to color in the lines, <laughs> but you're just getting it everywhere. No wonder kids suck at coloring. <laughs> we make fun of them for coloring outside the lines and not doing good, but we give them the crappiest art pretensel for that. Yeah. Anywho, he brings the dog home. I thought immediately, dog messes up the house. Instead, the dog just plants a dookie. Yeah, ran straight into the house and pooped. And then they let it out. And, and then I, it tears up the lawn. That's all That's all the dog mayhem, it, There was a mayhem of the dog tearing up a pillow. Oh, I missed that. I, I don't get it. And I've never liked it. It was very... It started out in Art of Raising the Rain, and it's happened a few times since, oh. where it just shows you the poop. And you're like... like it shouldn't be on the screen. Like, dude, like, this is weird. It's this not... off-putting. It, you shouldn't. It is off putting. It, it off put pudding. Yeah, I was, I'm that just was. <laughs> you never look at joke. never look at pudding the same again. They're like, we gotta get Ruby under control. So they go to a dog trainer, and the dog trainer just gives up immediately. I'm like, isn't this like your job? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like that dog doesn't need training. They need medication. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this dog is not even as bad as the other dogs I've seen in the other movies. You can handle this. But then he learns that, you know what I also, that he's reading online, like, articles, like, how to freaking, like, train a dog. Oh, but Grant's character is, like, he's a hyper-hypo, and I, I don't know. he can't, he's got, like, dyslexia or something, he hates reading. Yeah. Every time, like, somebody hands him a form, he's just like, It's <sighs> almost like him and the dog are the same kind of person. Oh, boy. Who, who was rescued by Ruby in this movie called Rescued by Ruby? <laughs> But then his he's like his wife's like oh it says that uh, you can train a dog with uh, punishment or positive reinforcement like rewards and she goes positive reinforcement only ever I I'm not I've never trained a dog I do know a bit about cats sometimes you got to spray them with the bottle of water well I uh, <clears throat> not to sound like a dog expert right Ugh. now. <laughs> so they teach you sometimes you got to put them outside if they're bad I don't well, know well uh, chewy pooped in my house oh and the right when he was pooping i picked him up and i threw him outside there you go. and he hasn't pooped inside since granted yeah, it's only been 48 hours you know have you heard you gotta rub a cat's face in their pee if they like pee on the ground have you heard that that's common i guess i have heard that it teaches them you don't get to do that you yeah know? my brother does that with his dog but don't dogs like eating their own vomit or whatever <laughs> dogs are weird dogs are kind of dumb you're not seeing spot. You're not your dog. No, Chewie's stupid too, but <laughs> But they get a anyways, they get a clicker, and the idea is that Ruby does something good. So they learn the clicker, and then he immediately goes to like dog certification training at the police station or whatever. And the guy from the bridge, the weird Irish man. Reason. He's just there. I guess anyone can spectate. His wife's there as well. Yeah. And but Ruby gets unfocused. His pregnant wife was there, but the we never saw the kid again, the first kid. Like maybe once you did. Yeah. At the house. Anytime they're in the house. Maybe. Maybe they got it. Maybe the old man. Maybe the kid watches the house when the parents are gone. Okay. But she's also a third grade teacher. Wow. Yeah. And there's a part where she's like grading papers and Ruby messes them up. I Anyways. remember this because Sadie is a third grade teacher oh, wow. and she had a thing of stickers and like next to where she was grading. Right? This podcast. That's weird. Just... <laughs> and she had the stickers that she was grading and sometimes i help her grade and i put the stickers on and i'm like wow i guess stickers are universal i'm not saying say the first to come like, like that i thought my I, teacher I did that as a kid 
But it's her husband. I think about that a lot. I'm like, I don't like. Do these kids realize that I'm the one who crossed off that they got it wrong, or I wrote like six out of ten on the top of their paper? Maybe they'll never know. There's a point when they're training where the teacher, where they, Ruby runs off, and he's like, Ruby, Ruby. Uh, there should be a like a super cut of all the times they say Ruby. Ruby, oh. Ruby. Ruby, and then the, the uh, this was kind of this is a half decent joke. The trainer's like, "Lower your voice, be assertive." And he's like, "Ruby, Ruby." Ruby. I hate watching this ca- caliper of a dog movie. How lazy is that writing? The dog runs over there. Everybody says, "Ruby, Ruby." Ruby. Uh, later on, there's a whole scene that's that's like two minutes of just Ruby, Ruby. When Ruby runs away, like every dog movie does. That's... What is weird is that every success he has, his wife just seems annoyed. She's like, "Yeah, oh, can you just cool it with the dog? It's like, do you realize I'm trying to like get us money because you're pregnant or whatever? But then something switches because he fails and he's like, this was a mistake. Of course, he's like, this was a mistake. He goes back to the shelter and she's like, I think I got to bring it back or whatever. Any tips? And she's like, he likes hot dogs. Give him no, hot dogs. No, he went back like just ask for advice. He wasn't going to. He did go back though and or, or he was about to go back yeah. and give it. Back. but then his wife's like you you realize you just hated school you just we just need to do homeschool because you were homeschooled and i'm like i don't like this homeschool propaganda being pushed on me <laughs> studying to be a teacher it's like i'm like no wonder this family's weird just kidding i know plenty of people who were homeschooled that weren't weird they were cool but i, I just knew thought a kid it was, he was homeschooled and he was weird well it's fair about <laughs> Well, everybody's weird. They're just weird for wrong, for different reasons. Wrong reasons? No, I'm just kidding. Like, John is weird because he's John. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, at least you're not a hobo. Anyway, so they start anymore. homeschooling Ruby with success. Yeah. They're, they buy a bunch of, like, human, like, fake parts from some Halloween store to, like, go look for the, go look for the severed arm, Ruby, or whatever. And there's this random, like, neighbor who's in... Hit and miss scenes. See, I thought he might have been the old man as well, but he's a Yeah, he's character. just some different old man character who's just there like, can I help? Or what's this for? Just to kind of get some exposition. Yeah. He, he When he brings back the, the body part box, yeah. he's like, huh. He's just looking at it. And Grant Gustin says, yeah, when you're training uh, for the canine unit, the dogs have to get used to seeing some pretty gruesome things, so we train them like this. And I'm like, well, wow. Like, okay. <laughs> Oh boy, that's pretty realistic. I genuinely think the people who wrote this movie didn't even watch NCIS, or because <laughs> the crime in this and just all the writing, it. It all of it. We'll have to get to it. I did. They do Johnny Be Good, but only an instrumental version for mm-hmm. the monologue or for the montage. montage. And I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Either way, he goes to training. He does the training. Yeah. Ruby gets certified. He gets certified. And then they, like, bench him immediately. Well, the, he's like, I, I'm, he, people are seizing drugs up in Canada, not yeah. Canada, or whatever, and I'm just stuck here. Just yeah. stuck here. He, he goes on, like, one mission to go sniff out, yeah. and they're, like, looking for a missing body. And Ruby goes through and sits down, like, this is where he is, and he looks. Oh, yeah, it's urgent. It's like, boy's missing. Come find yeah. him. And he looks and is like, well, there's, there's nobody oh, here. Oh, yeah, that's no, our girl missing. Yeah. Come find her. And he just looks under the shed, like, half-heartedly. Over over again. Because so, well, Ruby's sitting on the shed. Ruby says it's there, but he's not really. He's like, make the call. He's like, nobody. 
Nobody. And then he gets like mad at Ruby. He's like, "You blew it, Ruby. You blew it. You blew it." It was like, it was like, and then, and then, it, it then the dog comes up to him later, and he's like, "No, go away. No." And like, this is very reminiscent of Art of Racing in the Rain. Yeah. You stupid dog. It's dumb, stupid dog. <laughs> it was very much like that. Ruby runs away because that's what a dog does when you scold it. I guess. Yeah, it runs away immediately. It hops the fence and disappears. My understanding of dogs is that they're loyal to you even when you're annoyed at them, you know? Unless you physically beat them, I guess. But like, yeah, Chewie doesn't like me at all, I think, some days. But he comes and cuddles with these... But he's not running away. Yeah. Would he run away if you just owned him? He just would uh, rather eat dirt in the backyard than, <laughs> than, like, come hang out with me. You know what? There's probably more people that would rather eat dirt in the backyard than hang out with me. Who uh, knows? Me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, well, then he's like, then he straightway, uh, like, realizes his mistake. So him and his wife's like, hand, like, it's like an hour, Ruby's got an hour, and his wife's like going door to door with the baby in her arm and pregnant, like, passing out flyers. I'm like, where'd you get a picture of your brand new dog and then printed them at the library because nobody really owns printers anymore? No, she probably print, printed them at school. You're right. Her, yep. And then within, like, the two hours that Ruby's been missing, they're like, Knocking on doors and handing This is the scene I was saying that all all it is is Ruby, Ruby. Ruby. And then the random neighbor old man. He gets in the car. He's just there. He's like, No, not that guy. The the random neighbor old man. Oh. He's just, you see him walking just in the street yelling, (laughs) Ruby, Ruby. But then it's raining. And at this point, they're like, We found the body under like three feet of cement. You should have trusted your dog. You made the wrong call. And I'm like... And then hangs up on him. I'm like, could a dog smell a scent? Uh, probably under three feet of cement. But I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that someone would just make the call. Like like Grant Gustin did. Yeah. Either way, he's in the car and it's raining. And the Irish dude like gets in the car and he's like, you really messed up or whatever. He's like, I know. It's like, maybe the person you should be thinking about isn't Ruby. It's you. Maybe you, something was wrong with you. Maybe you don't trust yourself or whatever. <laughs> and it's like really puts the boot in. Like, he's like, oh, also really it's raining something. in the daytime. You're right. But like, they're in the squad car. Yeah. And I'm just like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just give randos and a ride in the squad car. And while they're looking for Ruby, all of a sudden, boom, this person's missing her son. And he's he gets called in. To he's like, just, I gotta find Ruby. Yeah. Ugh. And the guy's like, get a hold on your dog and get down to the station or whatever. And he's like, Ugh. and then he cries. He gets down to the station. He goes in, sits down. The person like giving the, the spiel just turns to him and says, go find your dog. And when you find him, put a GPS tracker in him this time. And then immediately finds Ruby. He's just driving down the road. And, and just he hears barking. And then he gets... Wait, he no. heard barking? I don't know. He gets Ruby. Yeah, he just gets out. And they're like, let's go, girl. And it's like raining and as soon as he reunites with ruby the rain stops like, i realized ruby it was me i needed to work on and now you're back and now i don't know back. if he said that but that's what it probably happened. would have been better than what happened mm-hmm. i don't know well they they go to the, the scene to find the boy and there's like four or five other dogs like canine units there yeah and he like sprints past all of them with ruby and they're all like good luck bud you go get her and these other dogs are like right at the very beginning of the trail, yeah. and there's this. Anyway, I just thought it was whack. They're like, "Good luck, yeah. you go find the boy, not us." At the bottom of a ravine is the boy, and then this is where I'm remembering. Bring a tear box. I'm like, the dog's gonna fall and die. Like I thought the dog was gonna fall and die. I thought the dog was gonna die in this movie. Spoiler: It doesn't. Well, I mean, yeah, spo- obviously spoilers. <laughs> 
They find the boy. They resuscitate the boy. The cops get the boy. And then... Dude, like, literally, ten pumps and two breaths of CPR got the boy back. That was I'm cold. He's My legs. Immediately... Hi, I'm I'm Deputy So and So. Blah blah blah. This is my this dog. This is my Ruby. partner. The kids Ruby. like can't even open his eyes because the. And pain. he's like, hmm, how how are you feeling? And the kid, I'm cold. cold. And I'm like, oh my, like my legs broken. And I'm, and he's like, keep barking, Ruby. Keep barking. Get the cops over here. I'm like, aren't you trained to like pick this kid up and walk him up yeah. the hill, dude? And so the, the reason that so Ruby goes up like the ravine to bark to get everybody else's attention, and the reason that Ruby did that was because. He was apparently out of range to, to get back to everybody. If the radio is out of range, there's no way. They can hear the dog? That they, can, they couldn't hear the dog. Yeah. We have police-grade radios, and they, they can hear the dog barking over that. And what happens is it cuts to like where the tent is, where they have set up for the missing person. And the, the old man from the bridge... The Irish guy walks up. He's like, "There's barking," and he's, he's like, "Everybody, he's stop! Like, what are you doing here, dude? Why?" It's <laughs> barking, and, and everybody listens. stop. And they run over, get the kid back, and then that's the, the the most insane twist. Better than the Prestige. Yeah, that's better than any twist you can think of. Like, think about all the twists, like the the cinnamon toast. Tw- crunch t- cinnamon swirls twisting like oh those twists think of uh, twizzlers twisting think of like the twisty rides at lagoon or anything that twists this, this is better the best this twist. is this is the best twist the mother of the boy is the sh- girl at the shelter who loves ruby boom i knew there was goodness in you ruby i, I knew, knew it i knew it he's like and grant goss is like the, you from the shelter? I'm like, from the shelter? I'm like, oh, okay. Wow, we. <laughs> it really is like that. And like that scene was good and fine, or whatever. But literally, <laughs> in the exact same spot, every single cop goes up and shakes his hand, and his wife shows up out of nowhere. Like, I'm here. It's like an I'm anime. here. It's like an anime. I'm where here. All the characters and show I'm, up to I'm fight pregnant, them. love, and we're kissing. And, it's <laughs> and then. The, the chief of police guy, he's like, you done right, good. And, right then. And then behind, well, I was like, what the, behind the chief of police is the Irish guy. Oh, Not wait, saying wait. anything. Before the Irish guy, the chief of police goes up. Right then, is like, you're officially a part of the team. And pins like the oh, thing yeah. on his lapel. And I'm like, this is no way and this would happen. They're talking like about the Irish guy. And the Irish guy's standing right behind the dude. I'm like, is he a ghost? Is this going to be like what a Sixth Sense style? Are you like, like Grant Gustin from the future? What's yeah, going he's on? He's the Flash all of a sudden? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jake Eric? But then he walks away and the Irish guy, he's like, how did you know? And he's like, one of my best scouts. And I'm like... Does the canine unit have talent scouts like football teams do? They're just in the city like, I think this guy would be the best canine guy. I'm going to feed him, like, mm-hmm. information about where to go. And then I'm going <laughs> to, at his lowest point, I'm going to show up in the car and kick dirt in his face. <laughs> and here's what bugs me about that. Apparently, he's been trying for seven years to get in the canine unit. Dude. And this scout shows up his last year, and he's one of the best scouts. He's like... He always believed in you. <laughs> if it takes seven years, this job is not for you, my guy. And it, the way he walked off the screen, too, we just, like, just diagonally walked across the street into nothing when he yeah, left. Maybe he was a ghost. That whole scene was just thrown together. Kind of like, imagine the ending in a Monty Python. Uh, just yeah. this, what just happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Maybe he was the reincarnated spirit of a dog. And this is the part that just drives me nuts. There's a lot of movies that are like based on a true story. The first one that comes to oh, mind yeah. is like Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, yeah. uh, it cuts like as spoiler alert for Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, it's got Andrew Garfield like being carried down after that long night of rescuing people, mm-hmm. and there's like shows the picture of the real guy yeah. and like the stats and his picture of him with the Medal of Honor, and you're like, holy cow, you're you're emotionally invested in this. Mm-hmm. You're kind of crying, thinking about this act of heroism that he did. And it's great. It cut this one. It says, this is the real, like, Ruby. Ruby and Jeff and this is the real guy and his and family. His family. It's like, I don't care. And this is the picture of the real mom, like, foster person. Like, really trying to convince and us that all of this actually happened. Different dog, I feel like. Yeah. And then it's like, here's just a random guy with another dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And then it said, uh, the actor whose name is like Bear, like Bear. the, yeah. the, the, the dog actor, is like we, the cast and crew actually rescued them before they were euthanized at the thing too. And then it's almost <laughs> like it, it just ties it all together. It's like adopt a pet near you, and I was like, this just feels like a glorified ad. Yeah, shelter pet project. Like get when, into this scene, okay? When you're like. And you woke up after watching TV and you're a kid. And it's 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. and like there's an infomercial on. <laughs> and the infomercial. And you keep thinking, once this commercial like, ends, the commercial is acting Yeah, once well, the commercial But ends. it's 40 minutes long. <laughs> it's 40 minutes. That is what this movie is. I can't believe I'm not the only one who's done that. I'm sure we've all been there like, whoa, 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 whoa. And there's like some erectile dysfunction like infomercial you're like what is you're this like, this will be over soon I could like press last and go back to Nickelodeon but no I'm gonna stay here on Nick at Night I'll get back to it's like a fever dream. like Dragon Josh or something and then no it just never stops it just like does off you wake up they're talking about copper pans now that like don't stick and then you like fall asleep and wake up again and it's like pottery <laughs> you're like what is happening anyways yeah that's the movie, basically. Well, it's probably our most detailed thing. In well, we are racing in the rain. We went play by play. I thought this time we'll do an extra spectacular play by play. Very nice. Well, uh, uh, I guess it's time to ask the ultimate question, John. Hot dog or dog on it? Hmm. I'm gonna read you the text that I texted you midway through watching this movie, and I'll let you decide. <laughs> okay. Okay. Midway through watching this movie. I texted Jake and I said, if you don't end up watching this and we don't do the podcast, I will kill you. <laughs> You're like, fine, I'll watch it or whatever. Because I was like, if there's any chance that I ended up watching this for no reason, I would rather be dead. I'd rather be in jail for killing my friend. I'd rather be in jail for killing my friend. Yeah, it's a dog. This is a dog on it. I even halfway like because I watched half of it before work and then I watched the rest of it after work. Before work, you got up early for this. Well, I got up early because I had to take Chewy out. Oh. I also messaged John w- midway through. midway through watching this, and I said I still need to watch the second half of that low budget godforsaken mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it a mess? It doesn't feel real. Like it's, I guess it's competently put together. But it's like, why did you do it in the first place? This is based on a true story in the same way that Anchorman says it's based on a true story. Uh, they both start the same, based on a true story. But the true part of the story is that a guy got a dog from the shelter and the dog found a kid. 
That's it. No, the department bought the oh, dog yeah. from the shelter. That's true. They rescued a dog from the shelter. Now, who was rescued by Ruby? I, I definitely wasn't. I've, the boy probably wasn't. No, who didn't care for this movie? Chewy, my dog. Watched, it, watched the dog movie with a dog, and I thought, wow, I don't feel any different about dog movies right now. Who knows? Maybe in six months I will. And you're like, what about you, Chewy? And Chewy's like, I don't even know what DVDs are. Didn't you know this dogs can talk? So, mine does. Yeah, it is pretty. <laughs> when you're talking about dog being an outlier, it's pretty <laughs> good. An outlier. It's like Scooby Doo. Uh, we'll give him some chewy snacks. Chew, chewy chews. John hasn't cracked a smile this whole time, you guys. I have. Mm. We laughed plenty. You'll never know because it's not we laughed on the plenty. Tape. And, he, and we said we would be done. We said that we'd come back as a whole other podcast and do something else. We, then life got away from me. Then, you know, you. crap happens. I got fired from one job, banished. Now here I am. But look at look how far you've come. You guys aren't puppies anymore. You. Oh, the audience. Listeners. I thought you were talking about me. I was like, yes. Yeah, we already world. talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we already... Man. Well, I forgot how we end this thing. Oh, did I say doggone? Well, this movie's a doggone. sandwich. Oh, yeah, crap sandwich. Well, it's terrible acting. The good part is... <laughs> Normally, I'd like to edit out the silence, but I'm just going to keep that. <laughs> I don't know, is... dude. You know, you ever see those TikToks of that guy, Bayashi, and he just fries everything? And it's just, he'll put like 10 layers of cheese and then just fry it? That's yeah. this kind of sandwich. It's like 10 layers of crap and then you fry <laughs> it in crap. You know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as um. It's not as bad as. Karate dog. <laughs> karate dog transcends badness. Like I would probably still watch that. With I would probably show someone karate dog just to say. Twelve dogs of Christmas, similar kind of thing. Um, fluke, similar kind of. Th- I think about it a lot actually. Uh, I'm trying to think what was so bland middle of the road for us. My dog Skip. Oh, my dog Skip. This is in the similar vein of complete, utter forgetfulness. But this is a worse movie than that one was. Like, that that movie had an okay script. Ugh. This is bottom of the barrel. This is some of the bottom of the barrel. But it's not, like, egregious. It's just, like, so bland. It's yeah. the most two out of three. It's a one out of three now. That's what it is. It's a, yeah. I gave it a 2.5 on Letterboxd. Wow, 2.5. Out of five. Oh, out of five. That's a lot better than I would have put. I don't think it's a one. Like, it's not, it's not like. What justified the point five between the two and the three? I mean, like, the, it looks fine. See, that that's the good part of your crap sandwich. There we go. It it's looks like, fine. It's shot pretty competently, I suppose. Yeah. Except it's so much of it's in daytime, it hurts my eyes. <laughs> like, like, so like much, I said, when it's, it's raining, it's, it's daytime. It's kind of saturated, oversaturated, maybe. N- not as oversaturated as Wonder Woman 84. Oh, yeah. And not as undersaturated as 300. <laughs> I was going to say the, the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. That no, Batman v Superman, I should say. <laughs> Same director. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think that's it. Do you agree with my concept? My, my, my other branch at the end of the 50 brands is... <laughs> the end of is, 50 brands. And then the deep fried in crap is just the most cringe. Like, I don't... It's so cringe. The reason we watch these movies is so you don't have to. The but you still know what happened. These movies. Oh, we do watch. Them. Yeah, we watch. <laughs> we do not anymore, except for this time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
And who knows? Maybe we'll... I will only ever watch... Even if I was forced to watch a dog movie, I would drag Jake out to to record it. Because I'm not letting it go to waste. I'm never watching Absolutely. one on my own. Yeah, if, if I accidentally see one in like a hospital waiting room... We have to do it. We, I have to. I can't let that time go to waste. We have to monetize it, even though this has <laughs> never been monetized. Hey, we've always been open for donations. <laughs> yeah. Shelter Pet Project. Like that one ad we did for a charity. No, it's it's in the link in our podcast. You can go donate money to been? us. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but it's not something we've been like, like and subscribe, donate, because yeah. I think Canine that's stupid. Canonecritique.com, it might still be up. I don't, I don't think know. it's up. I think we lost the domain. Well, my dad lost the domain. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't know. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to the doghouse. Uh, and say goodbye to the doghouse again. It could be another two years. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe we'll do something again. But I, we said that last time, so. Well, GGs, thanks for listening. Or, you know, at least thanks for looking at it. That's true. Even though we killed it last time, we white-fanged it. It somehow wandered back for the, for the sequel. Just like every single thing that was white-fanged. But you know what? You know what? Just like Bud had a bunch of air buddies, maybe we've inspired someone else to take up the mantle and if you decided to make a dog podcast email caninecritique at gmail.com or something if you don't want anything to do with us that's fine start your own thing do it better but if you're like i'm gonna take up you can't call it canine critique we're keeping that but if you want to do like dog critique or whatever (laughs) message us and we'll be like we are giving the torch off to them We've made, we've paved this path as pioneers we, for all the dog movies. We pioneered dog movie. As our last Hail Mary, is that the right term? Is that when you just throw it, hoping it gets somewhere? Yeah. Your last ditch attempt. That's yep. what we're doing. We're Hail Marying the dog torch. We are? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm you trying are. to go out with another band. <clears throat> Guys, I'm looking for another co-host. <laughs> Send your resumes to gameandcritique.gmail.com. We've cornered this market as much as we could, but we know there's infinite dog movies and there always will be. Just as dog is constant companion to man, we, dog movie is constant companion to dog mom. I, to add to that cornering the market, we cornered the market on this and we realized that the corner was literally in a dog house. That's such a small corner of a market. Mm. Like who, except you guys. But maybe someone will be Thanos like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> or like feline critique is like, fine, I'll do it myself. And starts feline critique and it's about cat movies. Even though there's like two. We should have Brittany and Sandy do feline critique. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, catch you later. Catch you in the doghouse. Never. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll see <laughs> Adios. See ya. Welcome to the secret show after the show. I'm Jake, that was John, and that was Canine Critique. We don't we didn't have our normal intro like normal, and that's because I lost every single file that I ever used for Canine Critique. Well, I still have some of them, and by some I mean most of them, they're just all corrupted and unusable. So maybe they're salvageable? I don't know. I don't want to get into that. But I just wanted to say thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, we haven't had a single week go by without any listens since we've closed it. In fact, we haven't gone more than three days without a list on the podcast. Uh, there's a couple areas that have 
exploded and listened like 300 times a day for a few days in a row and out of nowhere i just want to say thank you for listening that is the best way to show your support for the podcast is just listening to it because i see that and this is sort of our love letter to you guys to say hey i'm still thinking about you and this is still a part of our lives and we, we talked about how it's this ironic joke semi in our lives I, I i think it's more than that but thank you thank you thank you for listening uh what i want to do is share the farewell music that our favorite music producer writer elijah david webb made for us for our final episode a couple years ago the original music was uh kind of not not a good format when i sent it out there and it wasn't as clear as uh i would have hoped and eli would have hoped so i'm just going to chop that on in the end here so you can listen to the two and a half minutes of the farewell theme that he wrote i think it's great so i hope you like it if you don't care about it then obviously you can be gone you know uh white thing you so to finalize everything thank you thank you thank you uh we love you and who knows maybe we'll see you again maybe we won't it's up in the air it's always been up in the air but it's absolutely not going to be a weekly thing so show your support by listening and if you listen we'll see that and maybe we'll get back together and do this more often i had a good time and i hope i hope john had a good time i don't even tell john i'm doing this maybe he won't even hear it who knows these are just the secret listeners for after the show uh catch you later and enjoy enjoy this beautiful music by elijah david webb unfiltered and uh no white fang noises over the top of it catch you in the doghouse maybe